Right, Katie, let's make sure we start this one very quickly. It's episode 50, and this is the very beginning of it, of the Fetch Everyone Weekly podcast. Episode 50, asterisk, bunting, asterisk. I said asterisk. That wouldn't have worked, would it? Anyway, it's episode 50. Ray! 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 Hello, old friend. How are you? Me? Yes, you. Yes, I'm fine. Good. Welcome, everybody, to the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Some websites put their blank behind a blank. (laughs) We don't do that. Everything's free for everybody. Visit FetchEveryone.com forward slash podcast if you know what those blanks are, and uh, leave us your comments. I'm joined by my lovely Katie. She's got the usual kind of post-swimming hoodie under which are numerous mysterious layers, (laughs) uh, her biggest scarf and her uh, outside-in bubble hat on. Yeah. Um, I've been wearing mine as well, attracting many uh, nice comments. Lovely. So, uh, and yes, so how are you doing and where are you? I'm here. Good. Right here, mm-hmm. in fact. Um, I'm okay. More about that later, maybe. We'll see how I feel about talking about all of that. But yeah. I'm okay. And um, I've let myself off the hook a little bit this morning by doing a slightly easier swim, um, perhaps. Define. Define. Um, Well, I was going to do the 3K version. Actually, I don't know what I'm talking about, actually, because I did 3K. (laughs) Yeah, slightly easier than 3K. I think I'm getting confused because I gave myself permission to do 2.5K today. Um, But when I'd done 2.5K, I was feeling quite good, and I thought I'm going to do another 500 of drills and fiddling about. And... um, that's a message from Elsie too has just come in. Yeah, some hot about, quiz night. About a quiz night. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit confused about where I got to then. Okay. Yeah, okay, so you, you gave yourself permission to do two and a half. I did um, three. And you did three. So. It still feels like an easy day. That's good, isn't it? That's yeah. got to feel good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That does feel good. It's I'm confirming that It's to normalise this distance and yeah. then you can increase it. Yeah. As and when. Indeed. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I didn't do much running last week, um, but I did manage to get out to, I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong, Millennium Country Park Run Forest of Marston Vale. Park Run. Park Run, Park Run, X, Y, Z. Um, the longest named Park Run uh, on Saturday morning, which was really lovely. It was a beautiful day. Mm. It's just stonking. But I did have this plan that I'd get there a bit early. I'd run around the lake. I'd do a few miles. I'd then do parkrun business that we wanted to do, which was to thank one of our run directors from Bedford Core Team, who has been mercilessly stolen. 
That's not true, is it? No, it's not true, no, no. Um, But she has um, left us now to go to be full-time with um, Millennium Country Parkrun Forest of Marston Vale. Parkrun, Parkrun, Parkrun. And we wanted to give her a little token of our love and affection and thanks, and we did that on Saturday morning. So that was really nice. And I actually had um, coffee with Heligant and a couple of other non can you believe it? Non veggies. Well, uh, presumably know. in the past they were, like before you had the <laughs> coffee with them, but they're obviously signed up now, right? They're, no, I didn't do a very good job on that, did I? But anyway, mm. had a lovely coffee with them, and they were the kind of people that were just lovely to me and did enough caring and enough, but not too much so that I was in pieces, but they were lovely. Yeah. Yeah, saying nice things, but occasionally giving the old kidney punch just to keep you on your toes, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that's the one. Good. But, um, no, so that was really nice, actually, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, so that's it, just a couple of short runs for me last week. How about you, Mr Williams? Um, well, Tuesday I did... Um, I initially started calling it a tempo run, but it's a bit slower than I'd like it to be, so I've, I've put it back to being just like a... I think I've called it progressive run. Yeah. I started off at about nine and a half minute miling and then the last couple of miles were like eight and a half minute miling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it, all okay? No yeah. tweaks or problems? Yeah, so I'm I'm absolutely loving um, my new shoes. Um, Good. They, they just feel like, I mean, it, it could well be nothing to do with it. It could just be that I'm finally over this uh, bit of bad calf weather. Um <laughs> But I just like, oh, new shoes, mm, yeah. and they're still looking after me. So nice. um, that's nice. So that was a good run. I felt that was a good sort of confidence builder to do that. Um, and then, so I had the boy from Wednesday onwards and various other things like the BT engineer came on Thursday morning to sort out our broadband. And um, I've been having like various like conference calls with people from Sunto, Sunto in Finland. Um, I really, really love the way that their their English comes across. It takes a... Do you mean their accent or their way of forming their, their, sentences? Their grammar. Oh, yeah. their grammar, okay. Just, um, it's, it's a little sort of different and, and a few things get reversed mm. and a few words, they, they use different words. To, than you would expect someone to use in a particular sentence. Yeah. Um, and it, so it's initially, it takes about five minutes to get into the swing of thinking the way that they're talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you do, it's it's really lovely. It's sort of melodic and harmonious and nice. fantastic. So um, we are talking to them about the possibility of using our fetch marathon pace calculator um in Sunto watches, so actually built into the watches. So Exciting. whether or not that'll happen or not, I don't know. Um, but if it does, that'll be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Just to just to see it out there, if nothing else, and and hopefully anybody who buys a Sunto watch will go, oh, this is provided by Fetch Everyone. That sounds good. I'll go and take a look, and then I will fall mm. in love with it and and stay forever. Mm. So I hope so. Anyway, meet a Fetchy, marry a Fetchy, have a Fetchy baby. Yeah. Invite us to the christening. I have many fetchy babies, so they'll all become fetchies. And it's like a, a grand pyramid oh. scheme. You're all at the top of the pyramid, fetchies. Get procreating now. 
I'm not having no more. No. No. <laughs> My insides are all wrong. I've done that. Oh, okay. So, right, um, good. so that's why. So anyway, long story short, mm-hmm. not much running during the week and just a bit of laziness as well. Got out on Saturday and did about four miles while the boy was still sleeping. Um, and then just to make up for the fact that I didn't do any kind of long run last week, I've just been out this morning and it was amazing. I just posted a picture in the gallery Mm. and the sunrise was just like one of the best I've ever seen. Um, I'm well gel because we don't get that in the pool. No, not so much. No. No. (laughs) They could paint one of the walls and you could just like lift your head up out of the water every now and again. Maybe one squint at it. One whole wall glass. Yeah. That was also continuous with the side of the pool. Yeah. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Would you want one-way glass so people wouldn't sort of gather to watch the freaks swimming up and down? Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't, I don't really care too much, but and I can't imagine it. But anyway, yeah, I think that might be good. Yeah, one way, yeah. Good. Cool. So I, I got eight miles, which is, is now my furthest since I tweaked my calf. Um, and having got over the initial cold, it was just amazing. So have a look at the picture in the gallery. Um, it's very pretty. And, uh, Wine Legs said, I posted the picture on uh, Facebook and she said, everybody's doing that today. And I don't blame everybody really because it was such a, yeah, such a nice one. A stunner. Um, but that, none of the pictures were as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously. Uh, yeah. No. And I swam a whole mile. Yes, you did. Well, well, not 0.999 miles or whatever it is, 1,600 metres. Oh, yes. So I'll have to just sort of like... You just need to do two extra lengths. Yeah. Well, not even that much, really. Just sort of yeah, but push off. No. No. No one ever gets out at the deep end, do they? No. It's like not the done thing. No, not really. No, they, they come and check if you're okay if you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's us. And how about you, Fetchies? Yeah. What have you been up to? Yeah. They're not saying anything. Perhaps we should read out some comments. Oh. Uh Great segue. Yeah, we had a a few comments about the start of the podcast last week because it was a bit, it was a bit strange. Um, It did sound as if we'd sort of come in halfway through. Um, So hopefully today was a little bit, was it though? Yeah, I said about like, let's get this started immediately. This is the beginning. Uh, Oh, okay. Do you remember? Just now. Just now. (laughs) Um, Um... Nellis was saying to me that I'm not allowed to diss rowers, um, which I wasn't really. I was more irritated by all the people sort of shuffling around the sides of the river. The people on the river, no problem. Well, it wasn't specifically targeted at the rowers, was it? It was more generally, literally everyone. Yeah, and the yeah. weather. Yeah. I was grumpy about a lot of things, actually. So, um, yeah. But I did... humming that I hate people song from the musical <laughs> version of Scrooge. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I hate people. I don't hate people. I love people. Um but I just wanted to mention off the back of that, because I, I it suddenly twigged with me that Nella's um is a bit of a, a rowing a rowing person at the moment. And we have a whole little community on Fetch actually. Yeah. Um they have their home on the indoor rowing thread. Yeah. And they do quite incredible stuff. I was looking on there briefly today and they're doing sort of like 10K on an indoor rowing machine. I mean, that's that's staggering to me. That's a lot of rowing. It is a lot of rowing. I yeah. mean, I know that's pretty normal for rowers, but um, yeah, as a, as a cross training, that's also pretty awesome. So well done. Thanks for your 
Thanks for your thoughts, Nellis. I promise you I didn't jump into the river and punch any rowers, uh, and nor would I ever, in fact, no. do that. I'm just looking, if you go to leagues and then choose rowing from the mm. sub-menu, mm. there's also a sort of monthly league table for the rowing mileage. Mm. Uh, and Nellis is second on that table at the moment. He's Is got he? 104 miles this month already of rowing. Good grief. Um, but the person in first place, I think I'm going to have to uh, go and adjust this, but they've done 8,362 miles <laughs> <laughs> with a longest, a longest row of 4,262 miles. Do you think they've been like taking on the Atlantic or something? Well, they've, they've been and they've done it now because they've obviously done it twice. So wherever they started off, they're back there again. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't we, know. We might check into that, though. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, it's, speaking it's of feasible. leagues and mileage leagues, Yes. I think I might be on page one. Page one of the swimming oh, league. I think, well, I was last week, actually. I haven't looked recently. Shall I have a quick look now? Do, please. Okay, I'm looking. I'm clicking. I'm looking. I'm on page one. Yay. Very exciting. Um, I'm, um, yeah, about halfway down page one, which is, is pretty cool. Jules R, my kind of, uh, my kind of hero of the fetch swimming world is at number two. Um, and the other people I tend to look out for are Mr. Jude. I think he must have just slipped onto page two at the moment because I can't see him. Sushi. There's another one. She's here. She's at number 14. Um, and Zoom is on, is on page one as well. So we're all sort of around the 10-ish, 10, 10 miles-ish mark. Um, but the top people are more like 15, 14, 15. So it's all cool. Yeah, I'm rocking page nine of the Swimming League at the moment. But well um, in the 173rd place. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, I'll take that. But considering yeah. how much swimming you did last year, yeah, I oh, think... Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to... I wasn't yeah. getting your attention or anything. <laughs> Did it have served. Um, good. Yes, very good. So uh, where are we on that? Lins and Sharky. Yes. They, they actually come from 50 miles north. No, 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 no. Sharky is from 50 miles north of Linz. Oh No, no, no. Linz is 50 miles north of Sharky originally, but met through Fetch, and they bring out the northern in each other, apparently. Hmm. I come back from Wales a lot Welsher um, and there's two Welsh characters three Welsh characters in the arches at the moment so three oh yeah Gavin yeah yeah the oh, awkward Gavin. son yeah it seems mm. wanting to stir the pot at every opportunity yeah he's uh, so I always come back more Welsh um, and it's of course it's Six Nations coming up in about a fortnight mm. so so we ramp up the Welshness then do you remember this time last year we were doing our, our uh, score predictions at the end of every podcast. Oh, yeah. So we'll have, have to do to, that again. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah. Looking forward to that. I love the Six Nations so much. Yeah. Um, Donation stories. We yes. had a few of those, didn't we? Lots of people sharing that, what was going on with them, and whether they could and whether they couldn't, and people who'd been um, given donations or had certain medications and couldn't donate, and then the people that were still giving um and some people who were thinking that they might get back to it again because we nudged them a little bit which was nice yeah, to think me included you included um and people doing things like plasma and platelets which i've never i've never considered doing that actually. didn't know there were so many things in blood mm. <laughs> there's lots of things in blood <laughs> <laughs> but surely though if they if they're 
just sort of like tapping into one of your veins, doesn't that stuff all come out anyway, if that's floating around in your blood? Yes, it all comes out. Yeah. yeah. But you can, I think the point is, is that when you give platelets, and I, I don't know loads about this, so again, Fetchy's correct me, but you can, you can do that as a, as a thing where you sit and, um, if anyone's squeamish, maybe turn the volume down now. But you're, I think what happens is they bring your blood out and they separate some plasma. Oh, and okay. then So and you can do more of that, I think. But I could be completely wrong and talking absolute nonsense. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they sort of sieve it and chuck it back in? I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Probably not sieving. Um, yeah. <laughs> it would have to be a good sieve and you wouldn't want to use it for pasta or anything afterwards. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. Um, Give it a bit of a swill, it'll be fine. Mm, yes. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So awesome stuff, and keep going, fetchies. And uh, we, me, me, blah, blah, blah. we will both be back to talk about our donation stories in a few weeks' time because we're both giving in the next few weeks. And we finally have a hobbit. Yeah, join the hobbit army. Yay, Rosehip! Thank you. You've made his year day podcast podcast millennium. That's good. All sorts decade. So thank you, Rosehip, for that. Um, and the length of the podcast, we had a few comments of people saying, well, it was all right, but I was about 90 seconds from home and you'd stop talking. Um, so actually, in all seriousness, how do people feel about the length? I mean, I don't think we could make it much longer because of the process of editing. It takes up quite a lot of time already. Yeah. Um, but genuinely, is it too long for some people? Do we need to like get a bit more efficient with the whole thing? Um, we'd like yeah. to know, wouldn't we? Yeah, I was interested in any kind of feedback really on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It feels like we just sort of have a little bit of a natter and then we get to our usual itinerary of things and when we've done that, yes. it's usually about the same sort of length. So yes. we could, you know, cut a few bits out or definitely just slap each other's wrists when we're talking for too long, like yeah. I am doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sharp in. Um, so site features and this week I made some adjustments to the blog archive. Um, so what I wanted to do was just sort of raise a bit of awareness of, of that little bit down there because people were interested in looking at older blogs and, and maybe even sort of finding a way to, to search through blogs a bit more easily. So the old system just had like this little um, set of years and you click the years and then it opened up the months and then you click the months and it would load the blogs for that month. Um, but it didn't wasn't showing you any blog titles or anything like that. So I tried rebuilding it and I made this sort of big scrollable list which included all of the blog titles and... They did not. They did not like that. No, <laughs> I mean some people did, but a lot of the comments were saying, "Oh no, 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 Stop no, 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 no. don't do that, Ian." Put it back. Yeah. So, um, so I, 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 that all came in on one day. I think it was Wednesday. So I went and sort of um, put my head under a cushion for uh, a couple of hours, and yeah, and came back the following morning and thought, right, I'm going to have another go at this because clearly it's not not right, and the feedback from Fetchies is usually really useful and it is useful and sometimes it takes me a, an hour or so to just get my head around dealing with it and, and doing something a bit better. So I've gone and sort of rejigged it so there's now a, a new sort of blog archive thing and it all sort of 
it's all clicky, openy, nicey, and it's very clear. Yeah, it's, looking at it now. Yeah, there's a little counter so you can see in each year, and this is quite interesting, how many blogs you wrote in that year, and then when you open up that year, it shows you how many blogs in each month, and then when you click on the month, it shows you all the blog titles as well. So that's pretty cool. And there's also a little search thing in there, and it's a very basic search. And um, whatever keywords you put in, it will show you how many times each of those keywords pops up in all of the blogs where it matches. And it tries to do a, a basic sort of ordering of those. It doesn't search through blog titles, though. Um, what are these little squares at the side that say? Oh, P is for private blog. Okay. And B is for buddies only blog. Ah. So just a, it's a quick way to yeah. find like, oh, why, really why like did no one it. comment on that? And you can see that it's because it's... I haven't looked at this yet. I haven't, I haven't okay. really had a moment. It's all been a bit hectic, but I'm um, just looking at it now and I really like it, like the way it opens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, and there were a few other usability things. Like if you, the first version that I did, if you clicked on a particular blog that you're interested in, then it went all the way back to the top of the list and it, it closed everything down again and, and you had to scroll through everything again to get back to yeah. 2013 or wherever it was. So now it sort of keeps that relevant month open. So you, you're in the right place on the scrolling list as well. Um, so yeah, pretty chuffed with that, how Ooh. that turned out. And it, and it just really says how important it is to get feedback from you lot. Yeah. Um, so thank you everybody for guiding me. Yes. Uh, you lovely people. Yeah, and he, he quite likes a little bit of time with a cushion over his head, don't you? Oh, yeah. You love that. Yeah. It's like your meditation place. Yeah. <laughs> Is this why you buy so many cushions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's important to have a variety to put your head under. Yeah. Never more than six feet from a cushion in our house. No. <laughs> um, so I wanted to highlight Mrs. Jiggs's blog. Um, I... Well, I'm a big fan of this lady, as are many people. Um, but I just love this blog because um, she's she's just amazing, really. Um, so her blog is, is titled Who Would Do Such a Thing? And it's about um, training for a spring marathon in order to train for an autumn one, uh, which is just great. I love that so much. Um, and I can remember when she was going through her phase of probably never doing a marathon again. Um, mm. And it's just brilliant that she's come back from that. And I, I just wanted to highlight the fact that she's she's obviously following a plan. Um, and she, this week she was supposed to do a certain thing on her plan, which was 33 miles. Um, Wait, what? For the, uh, uh, for the total miles? Or? For the total miles, okay, yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah, total yeah. miles for the week. Did I not right. say that? Well, it, it wasn't 100% clear. Okay, but, yeah. I apologise. Yeah, okay. so total for the week was 33 miles. And when you read through what actually happened, lots of things got in her way, whether her um, in digestives... Her indigestives. <laughs> her indigestives. <laughs> her indigestives um, and all sorts of things. So, But she ended up doing 33 miles. Yeah, she Despite is. all of that. and um, But she just... Uh, you know, she she jiggled because she's Mrs. Jigs. She jiggled things around, and um, jigsawed, jigsawed, and she made it work. So that's what I wanted to highlight because sometimes you can't. Life doesn't do simple stuff, does it? And you yeah. have to 
get in there and change things and make it work for you. So it's a nice lesson in that. So thank you, Mrs. J. Love it. Yeah, that's a legend. Mm-hmm. There's a, a thread that started this week that I wanted to bring to your attention, and that is the Fetch Point 2020 thread. Uh, and this is the London Marathon Fetch Point, not the game, not anything else, um, but the supporters who gather at mile 22 of the London Marathon course uh, every year since goodness knows when, pre-2006, I think. Um, Long and time. Uh, we've had a lot of stories come out from there over the years yeah. and, and it's been a, quite the legendary thing. Um, yeah. And we'd really like to see as many people as possible mm-hmm. coming along. Um, and we've just worked out that my boy is doing a DV weekend. Um, it's a, his practice thing. So I'll be taking him to the Peak District on the Saturday morning, uh, which means I'm free to come back down to Bedford on Saturday and therefore to come back down to London on the Sunday morning. So I've looked at what time the trains are on those stupidly early ones. Mm. So I reckon we can get down there with uh, banners and flags and bunting. Mm-hmm. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, the strap line for this week's podcast. Mm. And uh, and set things up and be awaiting everybody else who turns up. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're anywhere near London we would really love to see you yes we just stand around on the pavement for as many hours as you can stand um yeah usually by about sort of uh two in the afternoon um we go and buy some cans of lager from the petrol station yes um and just uh, relax into it a little bit (laughs) yeah a lot of the runners go to uh what's it called chandos that is kind of like the the traditional pub yes um back in the day before other running websites came along and and sort of made themselves look big. Um, we used to have a lot of people go to Chandos, but we still get quite a few runners who'll go. Mm. Um, it's probably unlikely that we'll get there because if we're packing up, then yeah, it's just a, it's a long day to then sort of mm. lug yourself over to Chandos. I mean, I know the people who are getting there are running a marathon before getting there. Mm. Mm. Um, but, no, yeah. but we're excited. I mean, I'd already said after last year when we didn't go and I just felt just yuck about the whole thing and I said, whatever happens, I'm going to go to Fetch Point next year. Caveat. Things have happened this year which still mean that I might not make it this year and as as most of you know, I think my dad is a little bit poorly at the moment. He's actually doing quite well. That's how I would say, considering considering what's going on with him he's doing quite well yeah and he's about to start we hope um some palliative radiotherapy which hopefully will help with a few of the symptoms he's getting but um obviously if things around him are you know i don't know i don't know how to what to say about that but if things are happening then obviously i'll have to step back from fetch point but um you know, I, I'm really excited that we're going to maybe make it this year. And I'm really happy. You've only just told me this morning that you're going to be there as well. So yeah. um, I was thinking, well, I can probably do it with the, the banners and bunting and what was the other one? Flags. Flags. Oh, my. Oh, my. Um, but um, I was thinking it might be a little bit of a struggle for me. So, yeah, it's yeah. exciting. Looking we'll forward to that. Carry as much as we can and we'll... Yeah. Buy some oranges, um, yeah, as much as we can carry, and and that's 
that's good stuff to bring along if you're if you're planning on coming then yes um some handoutable fruit yeah the runners good. love fruit at 22 miles they love it love it love it especially yeah. if it's a warmish day yeah i think a, a, so many people out on the course are handing out sweets yeah um that the whole sort of processed sugar yeah you know um it gets a bit old yeah. by that point um so anything that's a bit out of the norm a bit sharper yeah sharper sweeter yeah and, and a bit more sort of real and natural i think that's yeah. how i was feeling yeah definitely um, but also like crisps yeah salty um, stuff yeah yeah mini cheddars that kind of thing people Twiglets. also yeah yeah we should take twiglets we should yeah. even if only for ourselves yes yeah. So um, there'll be threads about that. I'll do a, a mail out to everybody on the list about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we just love to get as many people there as possible. Yeah. Um, so yes, spread the word Exciting. and look for that thread and join in with that thread, please. Yes, please do. Yeah. Even if you don't comment on the podcast thread today, go and go and jump in on that one if you can possibly do so. And try to come to Fetch Point wearing something fetchy. Yeah, because that really does help to to make us look a little bit more distinct. I think from the other cheering points. Yeah. Um. So I've got several tops I could I could bring to hand out actually. Lovely. Well, we've got a featured fetchy, haven't we? Yes. Um. We haven't listened to this one yet, so it's going to be yeah. a, a first listen to for us as well. Um. This is the lovely ITG, and she's doing a park run report. I don't know which park run. I don't know whether it goes well or goes badly, but anyway, here she is. Morning, Fetchies. This is ITG calling in from Keithness. I'm one of the few people on Fetch who can see I come down to Keithness. But here I am visiting my mum. I'm going to take the opportunity this morning to go to Thurzo Park Run. Some of you may recall my ponderings back in October when I was struggling with my Project Joker interval and threshold runs because of the heavy snow and ice. Sadly, the weather did not improve at any point and therefore none of my threshold or interval training runs have been anywhere close to recommended pace. Nevertheless, I'm over in Caithness. There's no snow, no ice and no excuses. Heading to Thurzo Park Run to see if I've made any improvements. My time at the beginning of Project Joker was 24 minutes. That was based on a 10k that I'd run shortly before where I ran the first half in 24 minutes. Uh, I'm not terribly optimistic that I'm actually going to beat that today. Not in particularly fast form. I've been working more on my endurance. I've been doing a lot of lifting. I've, uh, it's not a particularly fast course. Um, it's got some bridges and some steps and that means you've got a few rather tight turns. Nonetheless, we'll give it a go and have fun. And before I go, I'd just like to thank everyone who volunteers at Parkrun to make this happen. We don't have such a thing in Iceland, mainly because in my view, there isn't much of a culture of doing something for nothing. There's almost nothing free. Everything's uh, profit driven. People don't volunteer their time unless there's something in it for them. It's a bad culture, very disappointing, but it's lovely to see this working in the United Kingdom and elsewhere. Thank you. Bye. Zip, 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 zip. Hello again, this is ITG with Thurzo Park Run Report, 18th of January 2020. So I went down to the park run, it was pretty grim, a bit windy, a bit wet, but certainly warmer than what I'm used to and no snow or ice for change. Uh, got to the start line, everyone's very friendly, had a chat with the race director who explained the course to us and some other visitors. Um, took off at the start line, it was a little bit crowded at the beginning of course, a little bit narrow, but it soon spread out. Got about 200 metres along the path and realised that I'd set my garment and walk and therefore I couldn't see my pace. Um, I had to pretty much guess and hope the legs would tell me what to do. But I just trusted how I felt and I made it round. 
Um, there are three loops, as I mentioned, around the bridges and the volunteers on each of the corners are really friendly, really supportive, always giving you a cheer, whether you're near the front or near the back, just making sure everyone feels like they can do it and have a great day out. Made it over the line in 23.48, so that's 12 seconds better than I put in at the start of Project Joker. So, terrible weather conditions in my training, notwithstanding, being well off piece, notwithstanding, Project Joker does what it says on the tin. 12 second uh, improvement on my time, not an absolute PB, it's about half a minute off my absolute PB, but that's from five years ago, in excellent conditions. Um, but it is a WAVA PB, so hurrah for getting older. My result also put me as first female over the line out of 20-something, can't remember exactly. Um, but I'm certainly delighted uh, to have taken a few seconds off and to see what Project Joker's up to. So thanks to Project Joker and thanks to everyone who volunteers at Park Grant and making it the great community event that it is. Bye. Thank you, ITG. That was great. And well done on your improvement. That's fantastic to see Project Joker actually having a really positive effect, which it does seem to do if you can manage to keep doing it without getting injured, <laughs> like I tend to. Um, but no, well done. And interesting to hear about the um, the cultural aspect of volunteering as well. Um, I mean, in this country, we are, you're right, we are massively lucky. We have people who are willing to volunteer a lot. We have some people in Bedford who volunteer every week. Um, we've got one chap who's coming up to 250 volunteers, actually, and we're going to we're going to celebrate that with him. Um, but yeah, it's quite incredible, really. Um, volunteering to me, I, the, one of the things I think is that you get something out of it, even if you don't get money out of it, you get something out of it. But sometimes, weirdly, especially if you're in the, the the kind of business that I'm in sometimes volunteering you don't initially get any monetary um come back but eventually you may do from from some other aspect of your life that has come from that volunteering that was a bit of a convoluted way of saying it but sometimes you do yeah um, but I do know people who very much live by that motto that I did you were saying which is basically if there's no money I'm not doing it I don't volunteer my time for free and that's the end of it yeah so yeah, it's a bit of a shame that, that people think like that. But I mean, the number of times I think people have approached you and said, oh, I remember you from such and such, the yeah, yeah. Paralympic training camp or the yeah. the massage school or the... No, you got paid for that. <laughs> I got paid for that, yes, yeah. No, but yeah. it, and the thing is, is that when you do volunteering, you meet people from all different aspects of... of life that you might not have met yeah and sometimes they've met you and then they hear about what you do and they think oh well that kind of fits with me because she she does that volunteering either park run or swim coaching or or whatever yeah I, I don't like the term but it is like good networking yeah um, definitely to, yeah but that's not why I do it it's just a sometimes a nice side effect of it really yeah but, um, it feels nice to I enjoy all the volunteering I do. And if if I if I'm feeling a little bit sort of meh about running, um, volunteering at Parkrun and seeing all the people coming through the finish line and sort of being all happy or or just having put the effort in and the smiles on on lots of faces. Yeah. It just reminds you why you do it, and sometimes so it can sort of give you a bit of a boost. A boost. Yeah. yeah, come and toot your trumpet about your volunteering on the Fetch Everyone podcast thread. Yeah. That's what we'd like to hear about. What do you do? Because there's all sorts of things. I mean, quite a lot of us, I think, volunteer at Parkrun. But what else do you do? 
Yeah. I do swim coaching. That's my other thing that I'm doing at the moment. Um, but I'm sure there's loads of you out there that do all sorts of different things and it'd be interesting to hear about. Yeah. Cool. I've got nothing to add to that at the moment. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so what's your week holding for you now? Because you've done your eight, so that's good. Yeah, so we're doing a trip to Portsmouth tomorrow, so we no are. running, but that's, yeah. that's cool because I've done my long run. Yeah. Um, swimming another mile on Wednesday. I think I'll just sort of go for consistency and try and bang out another mile. Yeah. Um, if it get got a little tiny bit quicker, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, maybe if I can just coincide... Um, with you a little bit better because I did have to stop a few times to let you whiz past. So yeah. I'm sure that took about 20 minutes off my time. If I could. It was so quiet in the pool today. There were yeah. two of us in the entire pool at quarter to eight. Oh, blimey. So I I had my own lane and he had his. We were sharing yeah. a lane and I <laughs> looked around the pool and went, oh, hang on. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> there's five other lanes empty. Um, and then at eight o'clock, there's usually a few people that come in at eight, but still we all had our own lane. Yeah. Um, so I, I was in my own lane for the last 45 minutes of my swim today, yeah. which is incredible, really. Um, but yeah, we'll try and, uh, and also just don't be too, be nice, be, be nice and considerate to whoever you're sharing lane with, but not too much so that you really ruin your, because even if someone's behind you for a bit <clears throat> and they touch your toes, that's okay. You can wait until that happens before you let them pass. Yeah. As long as you're not sort of shooting off. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, sort of well, I, I don't have... Um, uh, I used to swim with contact lenses under my goggles. Yeah. Um, and at the moment, I'm, I'm just wearing my glasses to the pool, so I yeah. can't see especially far. Yeah. So if I see something coming towards yeah. me when I reach the end, um, I yeah. normally like judge it on the previous length. If I, if I got any kind of inkling that you are there... Yeah. As I'm as I'm finishing the previous length, yeah. I think right, okay, I'll get this one done, and then I'll turn around and have a, a proper look. Yeah. Um, and then if there's some sort of yeah. shark fins coming towards me, then I'll, I'll let them go past. Sure. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, I'd, I'd just like to get another mile and That'd maybe be nice. get a bit of consistency in there. And then this weekend, yes. um I'd like to try and do like a ten miler or something like that, or just okay. up a little bit from the eight. So is um, this still, have you got a training plan yet for Newport or what? what is happening there? Okay, so it's the 20th today, mm-hmm. so it'll be the 25th, 26th by the time I get to the, uh, the weekend. Yeah. Um, and my vague plan for Newport training was to get to the end of January and be somewhere between 10 and 12 miles. Okay. Um, and just to assess, you know, can I get that far without something going wrong with my calves? Yeah. And if I've got that far, then I'll, I'll plon out, I'll plon out. You'll plon out. <laughs> That's a, cro- a cross between a plot and a plan. Mm. So I'll, I'll plon my way, um, to the end of January. And then if that's gone all right, I'll, I'll just pick another long run mileage for the end of Feb. Mm. Um, and if I can get to there, you know, that's how I'm thinking about it at the moment. Yeah. So Okay. We'll what do you that. reckon? Does 10 sound all right? 10 sounds all right. Yeah. Yeah, and I can do some of that with you, can't I, at the weekend as well? So unless you want to do it at a certain pace, in which case I'm not going to be able to do it. No, I think I did my, um, I did eight this morning and, and it, I was a bit sort of tentative 
um, because it was so cold. I felt like my muscles needed a bit of time to warm up. So I started off pretty slowly um, and then just settled into about 10 minute miling for it. So that's roughly what I ended up with. Um, Well, let's look at that then. Yeah. Very nice. So 10 to 12 by the end of Jan and then maybe something like 15, 16 by the end of Feb. Well, maybe you should start at that point to start plotting out your long runs so that you see where your 20 would fall. Yeah. Or your couple of 20s would fall for Newport. Yeah, I'm thinking... Um, if what I, date is Newport? 19th. It's the week before, week um, before London. London, yeah. Yeah. So 16s by the end of Feb. And then say twenties by the end of March, and then yeah. and then that's about three weeks. Yeah. So it's about right. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, right. I've done my big swim of the week today. It wasn't as big a swim as I did last week, and I am going to do a big swim next Monday, and then I'm giving blood on the Tuesday. So that will then make it an easy week. The rest of the week, I'm not going to do anything too tough. Yeah. Um, but this weekend, before giving blood, I will do that long run with you I think probably not 10 miles but maybe I can do the eight or something yeah. which would be really cool and just to mention that unfortunately um and I'll see how far I get with this before I start to f- not be able to talk okay <clears throat> um so on Friday we sadly lost one of our absolute legends from our family Uncle Keith and um <clears throat> Uncle Keith was an absolute star, massive Tottenham Hotspurs fan. Um, So I've got glory, glory Tottenham Hotspurs in my head most of the time at the moment. Um, And just just a lovely guy, lovely uncle. Uh, One of my main childhood memories of him was the tickling. Um, (laughs) But but he's an absolutely gorgeous man. And unfortunately, he lost his uh, battle against asbestosis on Friday which was really tough on his uh, daughters. And, um, yeah, we're all a little bit sad at the moment in our family, but... Yeah, that's totally um, understandable. But the one thing I would say is that he was the sort of uncle that makes you want to be that kind of... I mean, I can't be an uncle. (laughs) (laughs) You could be if you wanted to. But to be that sort of auntie to my... Yeah, have that nieces sort of, and nephews, yeah. and um, so a good yeah. role model for totally people. amazing yeah. role model. Yeah. So rest in peace, Uncle Keith. You're an absolute star. Um, so that's that's partly why things were a little bit changed around last week because we were doing dashes to Lister Hospital a couple of days. Yeah, so. and he was a a, a bingo player yes. and and a, and a bit of a betting man, and. He went to hospital with 500 quid in his wallet <laughs> and, a, and a tank full of gas. He's just filled up his petrol tank as well. So he was, he was a bit miffed about his petrol running out. But, he was. He but was, he, he he got was got furious a, about having just filled up his car and then going to hospital with the terminal chest problem. And um, yeah, right up until the end, he was totally with it, talking to us and listening to us and yeah. just a just a star so but he went out on top as well with his with his lovely bets yeah he <laughs> did yeah so all right thanks uncle keith yeah right then let's wind this thing up 
All right, I'm coming over there to give you a bit of a cutch. I'm all right. Um, I'm good. I'm giving you one anyway. All right then. Okay, <laughs> and we'll see you next time, Fetchies. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.